Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going on, DMV? You know who it is. Youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, here with you on the fan. Ride with me. For the next three hours, taking you up to 10 o'clock tonight here on this Wrestling Wednesday is what we're going to call it. Only wrestling music from here on out. My producer in studio with me, Denton Day, going to get us rocking with the tunes here. Plenty to discuss here with you all. Commanders back on the practice field for their first training camp practice of 2022. And it was plenty, plenty to discuss We'll also take a spin around the NFC East and give out some NFC East superlatives. Big time, uh, big time video being put out. Jalen Hurts throwing a touchdown to AJ Brown made me sick, but we'll have to live with it. I, I have a question, teacher. Please call on me. Then go ahead. Uh, for wrestling Wednesday, do you want me to try and stump you with wrestling theme music, or do you just want some of the best wrestling theme music? I mean, if you think you can stump me. Go ahead. I I I, I asked my only accepted. request. My only request is that we keep it with the main industry. I know how I know how deep of a wrestling fan you are. If you go play some new some new Japan pro wrestling intro <laughs> music, I'm not gonna have any clue who the hell you're talking about. So is main industry just the WWE or can I dive into AEW? Oh, you can go ahead and dive into AEW. I might not know, but Perfect. I'll appreciate it. I'll appreciate it. But like we just said, wrestling Wednesday. And, look, you guys can call in and request songs as well if you'd like to. Tap in with me. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. Get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well, N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. Want to start things off here, talking Washington Commanders and what I saw today out on the practice field. What got me excited? What had me scratching my head here a little bit? Um, Look, I'll preface all this by saying, this is the first day of practice for these guys. There is there is no reason that you should be able to draw too many conclusions based off of what we were able to see today. But there were some things that you'll be paying close attention to to see if certain things start to become habit, if certain things start to become repetitive. And we'll start off as far as from an evaluation standpoint. I'll give you my... I'll give you my winners and losers of the day, I guess. And it's kind of hard to do that because, like I said, you don't want to put too much stock uh, into stuff. I'll be, we won't even go winners and losers. We'll just give you honest analysis here. To be completely blunt with you, right? I thought the first team offense, as they should, and it was usually standard for first day of training camp, the first team offense struggled a little bit today. And, I expected them to struggle to move the football for multiple reasons. One, 
this defense is going into their third year with each other. A lot more continuity, familiarity with the guys on defense, allowing them to play faster, right? On the offensive side of the ball, the exact opposite. Carson Wentz coming in here, his first year as the starting quarterback, his first year working in Scott Turner's offense, got brand new weapons out there. Terry McLaurin out there with the guys for the first time. They're dealing with some injuries up front. You all know the names, Logan Thomas, Chase Roulier. Um, But there were some things I liked, but there were also some things I didn't like. It felt like from, even from the first portion of practice, uh, RVAs I like to call them, routes versus air, uh, some accuracy struggles from all the quarterbacks, I thought. And I think that's just a product of the guys not being out there for a while, taking that summer vacation, coming back, working with these guys again after working with them all spring. As each day continues to progress and move on, I expect I expect that the timing and crispness of this commander's offense will improve. Now, the big highlight of the day that you all are probably have saw on Twitter, if anybody had the video up, you weren't supposed to because you weren't allowed to film out there, but some people like to break the law. Um, Carson Wentz hit Terry McLaurin on a deep ball uh, in the about on the right hash, and it was beautiful. Uh, Terry McLaurin didn't get to catch the ball in stride. There was some pressure in Carson Wentz's face, but it was nice to see the ball travel that far down the field. <laughs> and this is no this is no knock on, on, on Taylor Heineke. It just is what it is. But Bernie Max I'm going to tell it how a T.I. is. There's no knock against Taylor Heineke. It just looks different. And now that I'm boots on the ground and I've been able to see it with my own two eyes, I ain't lying. Nobody is lying out there. It was not any type of exaggeration uh, when guys out there on the beat have been saying, there's a difference. There's a difference in the way the football comes out of Carson Wentz's hands. There's a difference in the way the ball comes out of Sam Howell's hands. The the undrafted quarterback, Cole Kelly, didn't get to didn't get to uh spend too much time looking at him. I'll definitely make sure to do that tomorrow, but I'll tell you how he does stand out. He looks like if you were to place if you were to place a a a spoon in a pile of forks. <laughs> It just looks different. Cole Kelly standing out there at and is every bit of six seven. I mean, it, it was freakish. I had never seen a guy of that size at the quarterback position before. Uh, so it was definitely something different for, for for your boy to watch. But um, back back to the quarterbacks talking about uh, Carson Wentz specifically. Uh, there was a couple of things I was looking for, you know, heading into it, and I'm not trying to blow anything out of proportion. I'm just telling you guys. What I saw. And if anybody out there is listening, takes any type of offense to what I'm saying, you know the number, 1-800-636-1067. My Twitter and Instagram, available for you. N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. The first thing that I did not like, and you all can say I'm nitpicking, we'll see how it is tomorrow. Denton Day, if I had to take a guess, right? Who do you think was the first quarterback on the field today? My guess would be Carson. No. And that's my problem. Carson was the last quarterback to come out of, of, of the locker room today. And I, 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 I promised myself I wasn't going to get too deep on this. But I, I'm just telling it how it is, right? Taylor Heineke came out first, followed by Sam Howell, the rookie. 
followed by Cole Kelly, the other rookie. And then Carson Wentz trots his way down on the field. What I didn't like, Carson Wentz walking out of the facility, solo dolo, lone wolf in it. There's certain things I'm trying to read into. And and I've been the biggest Carson Wentz supporter there is. But I'm trying to get to the bottom of, with my own two eyes, being out there and just feeling around and watching body language and stuff. Why the hell are all these reports coming out about how he is in the locker room? And seeing him be the last quarterback to come out today, and then when he got on the field, didn't really seem as if he was engaging with anybody else. Took a little bit of time. Then him and Taylor cracked, started cracking jokes with each other. Then it seemed as if it was more normal. But for the first seven to ten minutes out there, Carson Wentz didn't really speak to a soul. It was uh, it was interesting. It was an interesting dynamic to watch. Um, but to his play on the field today, I thought, as everybody mentioned, there was a big difference, like I mentioned earlier, in the way he gets the football out of his hands. You see it fly down the field. He uh, did a nice job on a couple plays, you know, hitting the check down. That was the big thing that was talked about with Carson Wentz that people didn't feel he had the ability to do. Everybody thought he was hungry for the big play. There was a couple times where we did see him trying to be hungry for the big play. Now, hungry for the big play, not forcing it down the field, but holding the ball too long, being late and getting to that check down. And that's something that, as camp continues to progress, I think Carson Wentz will get better at because this is different here in Washington. Very viable check down options. Talking about J.D. McKissick. And today, Brian Robinson did a nice job showing off his hands. But you didn't see that on, on, on several occasions today. Carson Wentz not being able to, to get to the check down on time. And you saw it because it takes, it takes away from the run after catch ability when you're late getting to your check down. But the highlight throw of the day, as we mentioned, was to Terry McLaurin on the deep ball. He also had another ball uh, where rookie tight end Cole Turner did a nice job sitting down uh, in in the zone hole, and Carson Wentz was able to find him. But, you know, like I mentioned, not a lot of movement uh, as far as moving the ball offensively for, for the first team vertically. We didn't see that today. A lot of stuff was horizontal. So a lot of guys, uh, J.D. McKissick to be, to be specific, on, on a few plays, doing what he did last year, bailing quarterbacks out, getting the check down, taking it, catching it at three yards, running it for 20. But oddly, and I know this is weird, isn't it kind of like you you almost want them to have those issues today? Yes. Right now, if we're doing this, you know, midway through August, it's a completely different story. But how many times have we had somebody blow us away on day one of training camp and then have them not blow us away once the regular season starts? So I'm not too I'm not too too upset about them having issues in a time where they're supposed to be figuring everything out. Denton, I think you might have just hit something here. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. In honor of training camp opening up today, who's your favorite training camp warrior that did it all in practice, was a practice All-American, but then when they got to the regular season, failed? That's an interesting topic to me. I got something to come off the top of my head. We'll take your calls on that on the other side of this break. Plus, the 33rd team released their list of make-or-break candidates around the National Football League. I'll share with you that on the other side of the break as well. Don't go anywhere. You listen to the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wrestling Wednesday here on 1067 The Fan Linnell Willingham here with you until 10 o'clock tonight on the heels of the Washington Commanders' first training camp practice of 2022. We were talking about Carson Wentz before we took the break. I want to switch gears here a little bit. The 33rd team, the good folks over there, put together a list of the candidates that they say need to have a breakout season. They're titling it make or break candidates, pretty much. Guys who pretty much, they don't get it done this year. Their time in the National Football League may end up being short. Now, it's always interesting when a 33rd team puts together lists like this because you know, they have a tendency sometimes to be you know rather critical uh, of guys. But when I look at this list... I mean, it's hard for me to it's hard for me to disagree with it. So they start off up the road nine ninety five with the New York with the New York Giants, excuse me. Daniel Jones headlining this make or break list for the twenty twenty two season. And I can't say I disagree when it comes to Daniel Jones. But what they think is gonna happen with Daniel Jones Probably a little bit different than what I think is going to happen with Daniel Jones. I, I I have been, probably to my detriment, I have been rather high on the New York Giants this offseason. For some reason, there is something that has got me saying, hmm, maybe they're going to be a lot better than what, what, what people think they're going to be. I, whenever I'm talking about this, I, I tend to talk about new head coach Brian Dable and the type of impact I think he can have on Daniel Jones. And not only just Daniel Jones, this entire New York Giants offense that was pretty much archaic under their, under their previous regime. Brian Dable and company in Buffalo last year 
ran more motion than pretty much any team in the National Football League. They were right up there amongst the teams that ran the most motion. Offenses in 2022 that run motion and give defensive players something to think about, constantly putting defensive players in conflict, they tend to do better. I think the Giants have a decent cast of weapons. Talking about Kadarius Toney, Sterling Shepard coming back off of injury, Kenny Galladay, who after leading the National Football League in touchdowns in 2020, didn't score a single touchdown a season ago. You're getting back a healthy Saquon Barkley. This offensive line, you have continued to invest assets along that, along that front. They have to be better, <laughs> right? One of their you know, marquee free agent additions on the offensive side of the ball came from Washington. I expect former commander's tight end Ricky Seals-Jones to walk into New York and make an impact. He showed you know, a great ability a season ago here in Washington as a tight end you can trust running him out in the pass game. Showed decent effort as a blocker. There are things that the New York Giants have that other teams envy. <laughs> How did I say that with a straight face? <laughs> but no, seriously, like, the whole thing with Daniel Jones to me is about quarterback in the National Football League a lot of the times is about fit, right? Daniel Jones, in my opinion, hasn't really had a good fit. This is now his third offensive coordinator I believe he'll have or his fourth offensive coordinator I believe he'll have since he's been in the league. Maybe this is the one. They hope this is the one. And what gives me confidence is when Brian Dable took over as the offensive coordinator in Buffalo, Josh Allen was far from a finished uh, finished project. There was a lot of work put in to Josh Allen. And there was a commitment to Josh Allen. I think that's the first start in part here for, for the Giants and Daniel Jones' success. They've got to commit fully to him. And that is easier said than done because his performance on the field the last few years don't really give you hope. <laughs> a season ago, 4-7 and seven record, 10 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. The year before that, 5-9, and nine, 11 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. You got to go all the way back to his rookie season in 2019 to see some of the flashes of good Daniel Jones. 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 62% completion percentage. We're still, Daniel Jones is still chasing that player. But the one thing I do love about Daniel Jones is his mobility at his size. Not saying Daniel Jones is Josh Allen, but when you stand at six foot five, 221 pounds, and can run the way Daniel Jones can run, as an offensive coordinator, that's a sexy proposition for you to get to work with a guy like Daniel Jones. I think there is there are tools there to work with with Daniel Jones. I think it's all about catering the offense to fit his his strengths. He is somebody, like we mentioned, very mobile and athletic. Let's get him out on the edge. Let's get more designed QB runs for Daniel Jones. I know the health is a big thing that people are, are worried about with that. Daniel Jones hasn't started 16 games in his career since he's gotten to the National Football League. Maybe that changes this year. <laughs> Maybe Brian Dable was able to unlock this thing. But what they did in New York, what was interesting to me is 
just in case Daniel Jones doesn't work out, Brian Dable and the company have a veteran backup quarterback that they are very familiar with in Tyrod Taylor. I think I, I agree with you with Daniel Jones in this instance. Okay, I think Brian Dable and the Giants should commit to him. I think you're right in that. Commit to him, give him a long-term deal, and catapult that franchise into more years of mediocrity where we can continually <laughs> beat the earth. Yeah. Look, the, th- the thing with Daniel Jones is I, I have a different – it hits different for me when I'm talking about it because I've seen the good Daniel Jones. He's pretty much torched the Washington football team every chance – that he's gotten. Pretty much. We've seen the big time runs. He turns into damn Michael Vick whenever he plays us. So maybe I'm coming from a little bit of a biased point of view here. Now I've gone off on a tangent. Why are we talking about Daniel Jones? Make a break candidates from the 33rd team here. And they listed Daniel Jones as one of their make or break candidates. And I've kind of hinted at it the last couple shows I've done. I am very high on Daniel Jones. In the New York Giants, and I think because of what they have defensively, maybe they can be a sneaky team in the NFC East. Maybe they can be a team that, if everything falls in their direction, if they're able to stay 110% healthy, maybe they're a team that could possibly sneak into the postseason. If everything falls into their lap perfectly, if a meteor hits us here in Ashburn, <laughs> Uh, if Dallas falls under the sea, yeah, they'll be right there. Yeah, they'll be right there. If all those things happen, there's a good shot they'll be right there. But realistically speaking, defensively, I think they've got a lot of nice building blocks. I think this is a very underrated defensive line. Leonard Williams, Pro Bowl season a year ago. Dexter Lawrence, a solid first-round pick and one of the better interior defensive linemen already in football. Now, the one thing that worries me about the Giants is their secondary. is isn't worth a damn. But we're not talking about the secondary. I'm talking about whether or not Daniel Jones is going to make it or break it this year. I think he makes it because I think they're a much better coach team this time around. Another young man on this make or break list is Bradley Chubb, the defensive end uh, for the Denver Broncos. Bradley Chubb's situation is very interesting. Like our man here in Washington, Chase Young, Bradley Chubb has already suffered a major injury already in his career. We were spoiled by Bradley Chubb because he came out with his hair on fire as a rookie in 2018 and registered 12 sacks. Since then, he hasn't posted double-digit sacks, and he struggled to stay on the field. He's no longer in the shadow of Von Miller, though. Life is going to get much more difficult for Bradley Chubb. I do agree that it is a make-or-break-it year for Bradley Chubb because they've got elite talent on every level of that defense. They're really, in my opinion, a pass rush away from being one of the elite defenses in the league. They already are. Most people already consider them one of the elite defenses in the league, but it's not because of the pass rush. It's because of what they got in the back end. The young corner, Patrick Sertan, established himself early as one of the best outside man corners in football. Justin Simmons is highly regarded at the safety spot, one of the best in the game. Bradley Chubb's got to stay healthy. 
And if he does, maybe he breaks it. Maybe he makes it. I don't know. The jury is still out on him. But it's hard for me to ignore the 2018 season when he comes out and has 12 sacks as a rookie. That's rare. That is, that is freakish stuff. And the next guy on this make-or-break-it list from the 33rd team has also had injury struggles. Also struggled to stay healthy, but when on the field, has been a game record. This young man's already a two-time All-Pro, but has struggled to stay healthy. I'm talking about safety Derwin James from the L.A. Chargers. I heard Brandon Staley on the record earlier in the week saying that they want to build this defense around Derwin James. And that they've been trying to do that for years now. It's, it's the health for Derwin James. Because when he's on the field, is a playmaker. And his rookie season finished second in defensive rookie of the year voting. Being an all-pro this young in your career says something about you and the type of player that you are. Baker Mayfield also on this make-it-or-break-it list heading into 2022. And we'll talk a little bit later in the show about the quarterback situation in Carolina because I think all parties involved are confused as hell. There's no way I'm trading for Baker Mayfield, eating his salary, and then I'm not going to name him the starter. What are, you, what, what, what are you doing down there, Matt Rule? Why are you wasting time giving Sam Darnold first-team reps? I don't give a damn about the notion of uh, competition is better for the roster. Your offense is going to look better if Baker Mayfield gets a majority of the reps. He's already behind in learning this offense. Give him every opportunity to fail and make mistakes so that by the time the regular season rolls around, he's ready to go. That's a classic college coach turned NFL coach. The mentalities are so much different. It's, it's all about competition, competition, competition in college and in the NFL, it's not how things go necessarily. At all. And did you agree, did you agree with what I said, though, Denton? Do you, do you understand the perspective I'm coming from? I'm saying not because I'm trying to downplay the importance of competition to the success of a roster. I'm saying you made this trade late as hell because for some reason you were stubborn and didn't make it in the, in the spring when you wanted to. So now you've waited. So Baker Mayfield is going to have less time to become familiar and integrated into that offense. It's going to take more time for him to get chemistry with these wide receivers. And look, the whole thing about Carolina is they've got a pretty decent cast of weapons. If they can stay healthy, Baker Mayfield, this may be the perfect place for him to go resurrect his career. But I think you're getting off on the wrong foot splitting first-team reps. That's not how you get better. Well, he struggled today, too. I mean, there were a couple uh, a couple it, interceptions. He threw a bunch of underthrows, too, which Madden told me he had a strong arm. <laughs> yeah, they did. That. Um, but I, I agree with you. You need to get him as many reps as possible if he's going to be your guy because you don't need that salary. You, they didn't move a ton. Like, they didn't really give up a bunch for Baker Mayfield, all things considered. Right. But the, the the process right now should be getting him prepared as quickly as possible and, and allowing him to, to hopefully uh, win some football games. Continue to tap in with me. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well, N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. The question is simple. The 33rd team put out an article giving their top make-or-break candidates for the 2022 NFL season. Which Washington commander is in a make-it-or-break-it situation? I'll tell you what I think on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. You listen to the fan. (laughs) 
38 minutes past the hour here in our nation's capital. You know who it is. Youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, here with you until 10 o'clock tonight. Here on The Fan, talking all things National Football League here for the most part. We'll pivot to some Juan Soto stuff in the 9 o'clock hour. But right now, we're reacting to the 33rd team's list of make-or-break candidates for the 2022 season. I want to hear from you guys. Tap in with me. MGM National Harbor Lister Lines, 1-800-636-1067. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well. N-E-L-L underscore BTP. The question is simple. Who is your make it, make or break candidate for the Washington Commanders heading in to 2022? Talking to my producer Denton Day during the break. Tosses some names around here. It's an interesting exercise because the easy answer, of course, is the new QB1 in Washington, Carson Wentz. Third team in three seasons. All the noise about the locker room stuff, about him being uncoachable, about him just not being accountable. We heard all the rumblings. This is it for Carson Wentz. And I think Carson Wentz is very cognizant of that, that things got to go well for him this year in Washington if he wants to be a NFL starting quarterback in the future. I think we have reached a scenario where it is truly make or break for Carson Wentz, but that's the easy answer. For me, if I'm talking about make or break guys on the Washington Commanders who needs to have a season who was in the make or break scenario. I look along that defensive line and I look at former first round pick Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat is going to be in line for a payday very soon. And you all are well aware, well aware of the numbers and contract figures being thrown around to edge rushers in 2022 in the National Football League. It is one of the premium high-paid positions in the sport for good reason. It's 2022. This is a passing league. The best way to stop that is having a guy who can rush the passer efficiently, a guy who can change games for you, a guy who can be a game wrecker for you, somebody who can blow up plays for you. Montez Sweat has shown flashes here heading into his fourth season. He's shown flashes. Last year, it was unfortunate he had to deal with the COVID situation. He had some family stuff he was dealing with as well, and then he broke his jaw. But the year before that, 2020, Montez Sweat has his best year as a pro, playing opposite of Chase Young, being the disruptive force that we all thought he could be. With boots on the ground today in Ashburn at practice today and getting to watch up close in person Montez Sweat work? The ceiling for Montez Sweat, there is none. I mean, he looked like he was built in a damn laboratory. Chiseled, 6'6", 260 pounds, long. Plays with great motor. The thing about Montez Sweat, and, and with a guy who's going to command money as an edge rusher, you got to be willing or have the ability, excuse me, to rush the passer like you're one of the elite guys in the league. 
he, along with Chase Young and everybody else on the commander's defensive line, need to continue to get that toolbox a little bit deeper. Continue to add to your arsenal of moves. But playing the run, Montez Sweat does it better, just as well as anybody in the NFL does, pretty much. Very easy to set the edge when you got long arms like that. And, and I mentioned he flashed some today. You can just see it. It's a different type of burst getting off the line of scrimmage when you're watching Montez Sweat. But like I mentioned, this year, 2022 for him is huge. It's huge. The Washington Commanders already picked up uh, his fifth-year option. So they will have another year of control after this season. But you now got to start to enter that category of, well, are we going to pay this guy? Because up front, you're going to have a lot of tough decisions to make along this defensive line about who you should pay. Deron Payne's up for new money at the end of this year. And based off the two players I've had to pick between paying Deron Payne and Montez Sweat, I'm paying Big Payne. Big Payne has had more impact on football games. Big Payne has flashed more. And there's nothing better in today's National Football League than having two dominant interior presences. Talking about Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne. I want to hear from you guys, though. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well, N-E-L-L underscore BTP. The question is simple. Heading into 2022, on the Washington Commanders, who is in a make-it-or-break-it type year? Let's go to Rory in Winchester, who wants to give his opinion. What's going on, Rory? Hey, girl. Thanks for having Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, also, I want to say I'm really happy that you got the show because uh, I've been a big fan for a while. Yeah, hey, I appreciate it. Um, for sure. Uh, I wanted to say that uh, first, my number one is Curtis Samuel. Um, that's a good if one. He can't stay healthy this year. He's he's got to go. There's no reason to pay him again for another year. Um, and then Cole Holcomb would probably be my next if he can't, you know, keep his game elevated and and play that middle spot. Then you know, I don't see them keeping him. But uh, I had a thought I wanted to bring up with you briefly, if that's okay. Go ahead. I was looking at the last year's tape of Colts games, Carson mm-hmm. Wentz. I was watching him on his uh, incomplete bad passes, trying to figure out if the narrative around his inaccuracy is really that accurate. And it it just doesn't fly. That Colts offensive line and pass protection is one of the worst that I've seen since I've been watching football. Oh, yeah, that's well documented, Roy. That's that's well documented. PFF had them rated 28th in the National Football League in pass blocking efficiency. It was horrible. I've never seen anything like it. And then, I mean, when he had time, even when he didn't have time, he still did all right. But right. Um, when he had time, he was so good compared to what we've had in the past. I, I just can't see us taking a step backwards. All these people saying, I don't know what's going to happen with Wentz. I don't know how he's going to perform. They don't expect anything. Like, honestly, our, our wide receivers are better. Our tight ends are better. Our line is better. The expectations nationally are lower. And our pass-catching running back is better as well. I just don't see anything other than good things coming from that. Yeah, I appreciate your call, Roy. And that, look, that, that's it's going to be interesting. Carson Wentz definitely going to be the hot-button topic here as the summer progresses and we get closer to the start of the regular season. Uh, but I thought Roy made up brought up a good point here with Carson Wentz. 
in his play last year in Indianapolis. Something that isn't talked about a lot is the, is the nugget and stat I just mentioned. The Indianapolis Colts last year, one of the worst teams in the NFL in pass protection. Now, the other side of the coin with that is Carson Wentz, according to a lot of experts and analysts, have has developed a propensity to hold on to the football too long. That's something that will definitely reflect poorly on your offensive line because if the ball's supposed to be out of your hand, then how are you blaming the offensive line? They are taught to block a certain way. They are they are taught to only expect it to block for so long. If Carson Wentz is consistently holding on to the football, I see why this group was ranked 30th as a unit in pass blocking efficiency. But they dominated on the ground in the run game. It's tough. It really is. But just based off of today, what I saw, kind of saw some of that stuff. There was some, now, now, like, granted, it's early. There was some stuff I saw from Wentz today that we saw last year in Indianapolis, holding on to the football too long. There was a couple moments during, during the 11-on-11 team period where he's a tick late getting the football out. And when you're a tick late getting the ball out in the flats, one, if the other team's playing in cover two, you're going to get your running back or whoever's in the flat, you're going to get their head blown off. Two, you're, you're limiting their ability for the run-after-catch ability if you cannot get through your progressions quickly enough and get back to that check down. So definitely going to be something to watch moving forward, just how the timing of this offense continues to progress and get better. Uh, definitely will be something worth watching. We'll take one more call here before we take the break. Let's go to Jr. in Rockville who wants to give his take. Jr. who is your make or break candidate for the commanders heading into 2022? Hey, what's up, Linnell? Uh For me, it has to be Antonio Gibson because I feel like this whole project of receiver turned into running back like it's your third year now like you're running back now you're not you're not a project no more yeah, this, right. this this needs to be your breakout year this needs to be the are you a special running back or are you just a run-of-the-mill running back because he has decent numbers but if you look at the tape if you look at from 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 high above he's still hesitant to pick the right hole or, or he just misses it uh, he that that Running back, um, since he, he doesn't have it sometimes, and I feel like that's that's what's probably why they drafted a running back this season. Yeah, and I think that bringing in Brian Robinson is going to allow offensive coordinator Scott Turner to be more creative as far as the personnel groupings that they're able to put out on the field. If you see Washington come out with two tight ends and two running backs, you're going to assume they're running the football. But the special right. thing that Washington has is their ability to motion – these running backs out into the slot. And now you're putting the defenses in conflict now because you don't know whether or not you're running the ball or you're passing the ball, and then you're creating favorable matchups, getting guys like J.D. McKissick lined up on a linebacker. So, yes, I do agree with you that Antonio Gibson as a runner still has work to do, but he's still by far one of the most explosive dynamic players on this roster. No, definitely, definitely. And you put him back there sometimes if he stays healthy this year, like how they were using him in Carolina, you put him back there with Curtis Samuel on some lineups, on some formations, 
and he's going to have the defense all type of confused. It's going to be tough. I appreciate the call, JR. And, yeah, look, I think from a weapons standpoint, Washington and offensive coordinator Scott Turner, they've got everything they could need. It's all about if the quarterback is going to be able to put everything together. We got to take a quick time out here on the other side of this break. We'll come back and continue to take some more of your calls. The question is simple. The 33rd team put out their list of make-or-break candidates heading into the 2022 season. Who's your make-or-break candidate for the Washington Commanders heading into this season? I'll continue to give insight on that on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. to the fan. Welcome back. Linnell Willingham with you here on the fan until 10 o'clock tonight on this Wednesday night here in our nation's capital. First day of training camp for the Washington Commanders. Top of the 8 o'clock hour. We'll do some NFC East superlatives. Take a spin around the division and chop it up about the other teams around the NFC East. But before we do that, Denton Day, can you please, two questions for you here. One, who in the hell did you just play coming back from break? Oh, come on. That was AEW interim champion John Moxley. Oh. Formerly known as Dean Ambrose if you're WWE guy. What, what, what was the music like? In, was he using the Shields music his entire? No, he had some like generic stuff in WWE. Yeah. And then this is a hard rock cover of like a classic song from I'm not going to date anybody. It makes here. me think about uh, the, the song. Makes me think of hippies and hippies and, and and older people doing drugs to make them happy. That, that's pretty much. Yeah, it's like hippies that'll also drink your blood, kind of deal. That's kind of <laughs> what it is. And then the second question is: We've gone this entire hour and haven't got your opinion on this. Who is your make or break candidate for the Washington Commanders heading into 2022, and why? Uh, I think it's a flip of the coin, but they play the same position. Uh, William Jackson and, and Fuller. Okay. You know, I think you look at those two guys. We have seen with Landon Collins in particular, this this organization under Ron Rivera's guidance has, has proven they're not afraid to cut you just because you have a lot of money owed to you. Yep. And I think with those two guys in particular, 
I didn't think Fuller played as bad as some people did. And I think both of them actually ended up playing fine towards the end of the season. But you play 17 games for a reason. We pay you all this money. You have to be able to play at a high level for 17 games to earn that particular paycheck. And I think if those two guys in particular, if they do fall on the make it side this season, I think this defense is going to be incredible. If they are more on the breaking side, that means they're going to be giving up a lot of big plays. And if they're giving up a lot of big plays, we're not going to have a need for them for the long-term future. So I think, I mean, take your pick between which one you, you like or dislike more, but I'm saying the two corners on the outside, Fuller and Jackson. Yeah, hard to argue with that. And the big thing that I really agree with you with, if they do not play up to their standard and the expectations that were set for them, Washington's going to be in some financial trouble here. I think after this season, they can get out of Kendall Fuller's contract without taking any type of dead cap hit. But William Jackson, you just signed to a pretty lucrative free agent contract. And everyone knows the struggles he had in the first half of the season last year, well-documented. And then talking to people who were out there in the spring, they weren't too high on William Jackson and how he performed in the spring. So it's definitely going to be something to watch moving forward. I think he's got all the talent in the world. I think it's on this Washington coaching staff to put these guys in position so that they can be successful. That's really the big thing. And and, and it seems so simple. But there is is so much that that it felt like this this coaching staff defensively was stubborn with a year ago. The Landon Collins thing. The the, the, the lack of stunts they run up front. And, and, And the problem is that everyone was talking about Chase Young and Montez Sweat not being disciplined in their run in the rush lanes. I'm from the old school, baby. If you're not doing what I ask you to do, there's somebody else on the damn sideline who is going to do what I'm asking you to do. So when I heard that stuff last year, it's ridiculous to me. It is. Especially for two guys who haven't really done a goddamn thing. To be going out and trying to do your own thing, you can't freestyle at the defensive end position, not in a defense where gap integrity is so important and so key. Got to take a quick time out here. On the other side of this break, NFC East superlatives. We'll go around the division and we'll talk about some stuff. Give you some superlatives. We'll go best coach, best quarterback, all the above. Ride with me and listen to the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.